Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping the challenge season 33, War of the Worlds, episode 7. This means war. This means war. Um, did you like that? Yeah. Oh, you didn't really like that. <laughs> I think that I think that I am not crazy about this episode and i'm not sure why something it it, you know this might just be like um the 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 complainer's dilemma in the sense that i felt like it's like an old uh philosophical the old old adage of a complainer's dilemma Uh where you just i i I was complaining about like we we're not getting a challenge and uh, an elimination in one episode it's because it's all this drama and now i'm like okay we have this freaking formula that's like challenge drama elimination every whoa, episode whoa, 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 and minute, it's taking away some of the enjoyment i Ash, want them to switch it Ash, up what but is this not how the show has been going for 33 seasons it is not what are you talking about what? final reckoning it would be like a challenge and then an episode of house drama and then the next episode would be house drama and then an elimination i think that they're getting back to like having the competitions be the forefront of obviously things. that's what they're doing but i'm just saying that like every episode doesn't have have to be a challenge and an elimination. I like it. I want I things like to move. I want things it to was... move. No, you didn't like it. You would no. complain very much they, I, about times Nick, in stop. which you're that not there was... listening to me. If we didn't get an I elimination not... on recaps in, in in the past. You would have been very upset. A hundred percent. But I don't think every episode needs to have an elimination. They're going from one extreme to the other. Like have like three episodes where there's a challenge and an elimination, and then one episode where there's just one challenge. Disagree. Everything is moving so fast. Disagree. I'm not into it. I want want there to be i want there a challenge and an elimination Do, don't you remember when we would open up we would get in an elimination and then all of a sudden it would end on the daily and we were like these episodes are flip-flopped because we were very complaining about that. yes that's why i'm saying the complainer's dilemma is that what this complainer's dilemma means? Yes, it means when <laughs> Maybe you, you get your defined. way, when you get your way, you then um, complain about right. a new form. I didn't realize that's what you meant by well, that. Well, you weren't listening to me. No, I was not. Yeah. Uh, listen, I... Guys, we're so sorry to fight so early in the recap. Well, you know, sometimes this happens. I mean, we're, we're super fans of the show, and we have different feelings, even though we work on this uh, recap together. We're entitled to our own opinions. I think the perfect thing for me would be middle ground. Like a challenge and an elimination for like two or three episodes and then like let it breathe with one episode. And then I'm totally fine with that. As long as that episode makes sense, why it's totally breathing, like as if there's a huge (laughs) fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're having like like this fight with Ash, like Ashley. Oh, yeah. But let's just talk about it it in the show. There's no reason to pick it apart beforehand. Okay, Okay. so with that, Ash, let's begin. So this episode picks up back at the house after Davon and Bear have just sent home who, Nick? Davon and Bear just sent home. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? (laughs) Giant bananas? (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? Um, Oh, you don't know. That's why you don't know either. Boy, uh, they sent home Leroy. We had to pause for about 35 minutes and rack our brains about that. And you know what? That's not on us. That's on Leroy, okay? Leroy and who? Shaylee? Shailene. Shailene. I don't really... Oh, she was on the show for that one episode. Guys, make yourself a little bit more memorable, and maybe we can remember you recap to recap. Okay? 
<laughs> not our fault. Anyway, okay, so they just uh, bear. They're coming off a huge win, Davon. And yeah, they're back at the house. Uh, they're, our first interview is with Dee, and she is saying like the UK alliance is going to come for all of us, and that is the theme of this episode. I will say that was the theme of last week's episode. The UK alliance has people shook, and they have people shook. And it, did you notice? I mean, this is a little bit of a spoiler for what's coming up the rest of the episode, but. Like they talk of all the pe- pe- people that were involved in this conversation about like, yeah, like they're picking us off one by one and they're really strong. Are you like, talking about the alliance or the conversation we see? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, and I just kind of feel like they talk all this game and then av- immediately abandon it. You know, there is it no is follow through on just picking off the Brits. So before we get to that conversation mm-hmm. that happens in some bunks, I just want to say that something that is very interesting about the way that this season is formatted that is now just hitting me is that it is very difficult to break up an alliance because you can't put two people from the same alliance against each other because whoever goes to the killing floor gets to pick who they go against. So in past seasons, you could take the young bucks out in the first or second episode by putting Nelson and Corey up against each other in an elimination that is not the case this time it's much harder to break up an alliance well, you have time, to send people home i think the last two seasons also that they've done it this way this isn't this is not new where you get to choose your your who you're going up against not in the least it's not new but it wasn't in it the was past def- three def- ap- three de- seasons definitely i think it was the last last season you get to choose i think i'm telling you no so anyway they're back <laughs> <laughs> you're you're wrong the for the, the lights light it lit under people remember that and then you got to choose from who out of li- but it would be you were choosing from two people in your alliance and somebody who vote it, listen listen it, it it's it's all good i don't want to argue about this any longer so we see um, Bear, he is just taunting everyone in the house, especially Wes. He goes in for a handshake with Wes, and when Wes tries to take that handshake, Bear rips his hand back, and Bear laughs in his face. Oh, man, the, the old too slow, the, uh, high, the, 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 the high, low, too. I mean, he really gave him the... Wes looks shook. Uh, nobody likes to go for the high five slash handshake and then have that person pull it away. Yeah. I mean, leaving you hanging hardcore. Um, actually, there was two leaving you hangings on this on this episode, but we'll get into the one at the very end. But I, I'm going to say right now, Wes is kind of whack throughout this episode. Uh, Wes just seems like uh, maybe a little over the house aspect of this, and so he doesn't look like he's having a good time. But he's also not taking things very seriously. In which, yes, his it seems as though Bear is somebody who is. Um, his rival on this season. But you can also see Wes laughing at Bear's antics in the house. and Bear's entertaining. Bear's, I think it's just he knows how this game is played, but he's also like, I'm like pushing 40. Like I'm probably not going to get involved in so much of this stuff. I would have loved to have seen a Wes and Bear rivalry when Wes was in his prime because Bear is sort of the villain that Wes always wanted Johnny to be, which is like funny and charming. Yeah, but you know what? Wes is also, uh, John, Bear is a little like Wes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their rivalry would have been great. In like the way of him being like, 
really going against the grain yeah. of being like people looking at him and being like, why the fuck are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. And, then, and Wes kind of smiling and pretending as if it's all part of his plan. Right. When really his plan is, I'm just going to make all the wrong moves until it makes sense. I could see like seasons of Wes and Bear as young people going against each other and then eventually coming together. I have a whole fantasy league worked out in my head I just, with young Wes and Bear. I just don't see Bear being able to cooperate where he'd be able to have a uh, a long-running rivalry with anybody. I, I just feel like he's taken the piss out of the entire show. That brings us to a conversation with the UK Alliance. We have Bear, Ashley, Cam, and Theo all kind of sitting around. I think George is there too. And they're saying, let's go for Polly next. We want to take out Polly. And then that takes us to a conversation that Nick mentioned earlier and around the bunk beds. Nani is really sort of spearheading this conversation. She's like, listen, there's only four of them in this UK Alliance. There's six of us. There's six teams here. Why are we letting them dominate we have to take them out and then kyle very cheekily clears up that he is not part of the uk people which speaks to what you have mentioned in past recaps which is that he's really a challenge guy now he's a challenge guy he probably is like a couple classes ahead of some of the people that are new to this show as far as like where he landed in his home country's reality universe Mm -hmm. totally to where he knows of these folks probably sees them at like parties mm-hmm. but doesn't never was on shows with these people right um because it doesn't it looks like he, he's like got a kinship with them as they kind of chat as if like hey we're you know we're both british but it doesn't look like he's friends with anybody right right that takes us to a very cute scene in one of the bunk beds where amanda and josh are cuddling and they're talking about their team they're saying they they should be performing better there's not enough communication and josh is saying you know what i think the answer is is that we need to hook up and Amanda's like no Josh that's gross and then we have a fun little interview with Josh where he's saying like Amanda's hot like she's got confidence she's got sex appeal but he says instead of saying sex appeal he says he says sex appear (laughs) which I guess is one of those things where it sex appeal doesn't make sense to you as a child when you hear it and so you're like oh the word must be appear because it's like sex appear you appear sexy he definitely did say it he's definitely a full-on adult who said that <laughs> we rewound it and watched it a couple of times it doesn't seem as though he's joking around or if it was like just a flub it seems like no it's like she's got sex appear she's got <laughs> yeah and then it's just like you pointed out it's like one of those things you mispronounce it as a kid and then you just say it for the rest of your life it, until yeah. you're 25 on television i once heard like when i was in like the seventh grade a girl in my class called it volleyball <laughs> and i heard her so i said what she said like, we were playing volleyball and it's like no it's it's volleyball and just when you when you let somebody in on that, and you just look at their <laughs> eyes glaze over and just see their entire lives flat. It is fun. I do. I wonder if on Twitter people are like, did you say sex appear, bro? Because it's sex appeal. bro. <laughs> that takes us to the challenge, which is called Eyes in the Sky. This is a very cool challenge. You're strapped to your partner back to back and you have one partner has a camera on their helmet. The other partner has VR goggles. And the person who has the VR goggles has to navigate how to walk across 
um, this this assortment of bridges high in the sky. Um, I, I would love to have done this. This challenge sucks to watch. It was boring as fuck. And I was really pissed off that they showed us like every last second of it. I, I, I really think Nick, after had a pri- Nick was like, come on, let's just do a highlights reel. Yeah, really. After the f- you see two people do it or not do it, it's like once the first two people like actually complete it, then it's like, OK, we see what it takes to complete it. Good teamwork. Great. So now just give us like a quick like as people are falling off or making it like don't show us every last bit of what it was such a waste of time if you're going to show us all the bits like this you have to put in a time clock so we know what the stakes are otherwise we're just like i don't know they seem to do okay i don't know maybe they beat that person it's not fun for us as a viewer to watch the whole daily challenge if we don't know the times which is what the challenge is going to be based on okay so it's like either either don't show us the times and do like a highlights reel or show us the challenge and show us the times. I prefer the latter. I just didn't like it at all. I don't give a fuck about the times, really. I don't care. I, I, I'm, I'm usually trying to I want to see a fun daily where it's like competitive, where people are going teams are going head to head in things. I'm not really much for timed challenges anyway. I find them to be anticlimactic and. I, I feel like uh, it just needs to be shortened. I, I clearly they didn't have much else to go on in this episode, so they were stretching it out. And because sometimes they're really quick, and sometimes they're not. And today was like a non. A yes. Oh, they might fall. We always we're always seeing them fall. No one's ever fallen to their death. Uh, the and honestly, the fall here wasn't exciting at all. Like they fall off with the bungee, and they might fall like ten feet. And then the bungee catches them. It wasn't like a long, crazy fall into the ocean. Right. Which I don't think we've seen since Leroy lost consciousness. Yeah. So it's like if we're not going to have these people losing consciousness because of their fall, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Okay. Like make it quick. I'm going to take it. And it's like, oh, the VR. Let's see the... I don't give a shit about the VR, VR was shaky and like not the greatest visuals. Boring. It's like, and also the visuals. Maybe if the visuals that looked like dinosaurs were chasing them or something <laughs> would be exciting. But it's just like a shittier looking version of what the actual thing was. Yeah. So not exciting. I don't care about the VR. I get the teamwork part of it, but boring. Here are highlights from this daily. One is that Kara does an interview um, after Amanda and Josh fall and she calls Amanda Satan and I forgot that they were still doing that, that people still called Amanda Satan and it seemed dated when it's like, it's like, oh, Kara hasn't gotten the min- the memo that we're not doing that anymore. Um, when Polly and Dee are up there, Bear is screaming like all of these um the, these like moans and oh no and well watch out and it's really funny Kara can't handle it does not like it um turbo basically drags nani through this course and then when they complete it he's like are you proud of me which prompted nick to say turbo's a creep yeah he's weird he's been weirding me out the entire season Gus and Jenna, they get through it pretty quickly, and then we cut to an interview with them, and they are just like kryptonite for entertainment. Watching these two talk is boring. I agree. You have anything to say? No, I, I hated this challenge. I want to move on. When Bear and Devon are up there, um, the rest of the challengers try and give Bear some of his own medicine, including Wes saying, uh, something's wrong with the harness. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Still was was really hoping they would just 
stop and tell me who won this thing. And that brings us to the three winners who will be forming the tribunal, which are Wes and Dee, Gus and Jenna, and Bear and Davon. Davon, um, Bear starts freaking out, and then Wes says to Bear, act like you've been here before. God. Yeah, but that's Bear's game, is to pretend like everything that he does well is the best thing that anybody's ever done. It's mm. it's fine. And the act like you've been here before is a, such an old man-like thing that it's just it and honestly he's trolling and he's getting his response so he's literally wooing in wes's ear and he can't tell that that's happening but he's leaning over and hitting his uh rick flair woos in wes's like right ear and then wes turns around act like you've been here before and then he does it louder i mean it's it's just pure annoyance tactics i love bear yeah they're funny and it's working but once again just happy that this is over so that brings us to nominations. Um, this was a real bummer of a nomination scene. Gus explains why he's going to vote in Amanda and um, Josh. And it's all about how like Jenna has personal history with Amanda. I find Jenna and Amanda's beef to be so boring. Yeah, this is also boring. And all of the Amanda beef is I'm over. At this I am point. too. Let's just move on. That brings us to Davon, who says we're going to do a burn vote with Nani and Turbo. And Bear is like, no, it's got to be Polly and um, D or Ninja Natalie. And that is when Davon and Paul and Bear go into a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth that leaves Davon in tears. This was hard to watch. Yeah, I felt I agree. really bad for Davon. Me too. Because she's like, why are you sending? Why does it have to be one of my friends? And you know, why can't it be one of your friends? Or why can't it be someone that neither of us have an alliance with? And um, Bear just steamrolls her. I don't know how he gets his way ultimately. Uh, how? How? Why is it that Davon is the one that has to crumble? I don't understand. I think it's probably because they ask a producer or something, and the producer's like, you have to pick something or... Or you're going in? Yeah, something like that. And then they don't show us that. And then so they come out, and Bear's like, I don't care if I go home. Let's go home then. You know what I mean? And yeah. Davon's like, fuck. Yeah. I have a child. As they walk out, we hear Bear say, it's my vote, and that's it. And I was like, it's not your fucking vote, Bear. Oh, clearly it is. <sighs> um, so the teams that they pick to go in are Ashley C. and Cam, Amanda and Josh, and Ninja Natalie and Polly. That takes us to the deliberation of the tribunal. Um and this is kind of a bummer as well. No real fun highlights in here except for Ashley C. threatening Wes and Wes laughing. And then Wes's partner being like, don't laugh at him. I wouldn't. Don't laugh at him. Why is she saying that? I don't know why she's telling him to stop laughing. And and also, like, I just feel like all of this shit is such a toss up on every one of the eliminations it, it it can go to anybody's strength at any time yeah so I, I i wouldn't be afraid i mean and if you physically touch somebody you go the person who does that goes home right there's nothing to fear in this in this uh show so to act scared of anybody or pretend like you're afraid i'm coming for you is like a good burn or like threat to somebody is bullshit um, which is really what I feel like is the power of what Bear is doing, which is like, you know, any of that sort of stuff is just going to be deflected off of a person like him mm -hmm. um, because he knows for a fact 
that he is just getting his Instagram followers up every single episode that right. he becomes a star. Yeah. And that is a fucking win. And honestly, getting them to a certain amount of uh, will equal a million dollars in some way. Eventually, where, yeah. yeah. You'll be able to sell something or be a spokesperson for something and it'll be all good. So honestly, taking this seriously and making yourself look scared and weird on TV is not a good look and yeah. it's not going to get your profile up. So the idea that Ashley would go, Ashley whatever his name is. Ashley C., would go around and threatening people as if like, you're not going to get me. I'm going to get you when we got in there and like all this fucking crazy tough guy talk. If I was Wes, I'd be like, dude, you're a fucking lame. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, you can't vote me in on this one. So maybe next time if I don't win and you do, then it'll happen. But I guess I'll see you there and let's hope it's not a puzzle. Like, what you know you what I mean? Let's hope it's not a swim. Let's hope we're not swimming. Right. You know, let's hope it's not speed. Like, you know what I mean? You're a strong guy, but what are you going to do? Punch me and leave and you and Cam will leave? Good. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's like it is interesting. all that shit is. I, I just feel like people should be more. Out. If if Wes knows this, if people do understand this, I wish they were they were more. Uh, if they showed it a little bit more on the show, like this is all meaningless. Yeah, you know? but they don't, and I think that has to do with like we're trying to make good TV here. Yeah, of course. I I was thinking earlier that like we haven't seen a swimming scene, and then I was like, oh yeah, they're in the desert, and I was I was like, damn, that really takes a lot of Wes's like wheelhouse away because Wes pretty much dominates all swimming. Well, they could bring a tank in there, and you'd have to hold your breath for something. That's they true. Could always do that, and then what you do know, you we'll think see. about D Wes's partner? non-existent kind of she we're getting a lot of interviews from her but i just find her to be not interesting and and i want to like her because she's partnered with wes but she just seems to be like annoyed by other housemates that seems to be her mo yeah you're not wondering she's not getting an exciting edit so i really don't know what to think about her that takes us to a going out scene lots of couples we got kyle and maddie smooching nani and hunter kissing then like a, a nani being like i think hunter is really great which brings nick nick looks at me and goes how many guys has nani had like a little bit of a romance with on the show johnny bananas chase uh, Bear, if you can count that one, which I think you can. I don't know. It was him confessing his love, not her. And Hunter. Yeah. And and also, I, I think there's a little something between Robo and uh, Nani. Robo? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Roman? <laughs> uh, I'm going to take that one back because um, that's not true, actually. So I would say three and a half possible romance lines. That's a lot for seven episodes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's a lot. You're right. Um, we see everybody sort of canoodling. Na um, Nani brings Jenna and Amanda together. She wants to um, act as a, um, a w what is that called when two people, when one person brings two people together? Why can't I think of the word? A moderator. So she's like moderating this Jenna and Amanda beef. And Nani's saying like, look, I have a real good judge of character. I believe Amanda. I think that like we have to stick together if we're going to break up this UK alliance. Jenna looks shook. She doesn't seem to be into it. That takes us back to the house. And then Ashley C. clearly plastered um, goes over to Amanda and he's calling her a bitch because she's trying to target the UK alliance. He keeps calling her a bitch over and over again. And Josh intervenes and he's like, she's a lady. She's a woman. She's not a bitch. Stop calling her that. She's a woman. She's a lady. He keeps saying that. And then Ashley's like, she doesn't look like a lady, mate. 
And then that's when you have to realize she's that not acting like acting a lady. Like a, yeah, you have to realize that the Brits take the word lady seriously. I mean, lady means you know a woman of you know class, and and you can't just call somebody a lady because it's an it's a synonym for woman. You know, so he got he took he took umbrage with those things, and then they start arguing, and then they get into each other's faces, and Ashley basically calls him a bitch, and then they get broken up, because they go chest to chest by two producers, and then that's when Ashley goes into Josh's room and starts throwing his trainers out, mate. He's throwing his sneakers out the window, and this makes Josh so mad. He even knocks over a producer on the way to try to get him to stop throwing out his sneakers out the out the window. Josh gets a bad edit in this fight. He starts crying real quick. It, they just cut to him crying, and it's like, Surely other stuff happened. It's not like, just like Ashley threw his trainers. I and- don't know, because the direct quote was, I worked for everything I've ever done, man. Everything. Every piece of clothing. Everything. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> he like threw more of his clothing. It just maybe. seems crazy to me. Like He sh- throws one pair of shoes and Josh bur- bursts into tears. I think everybody's really drunk. Ashley C. is really drunk. Yeah. Also, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. I don't think Ashley C. would have confronted josh like this i think he's confronting amanda because he's drunk and she's a woman and Mm -hmm. he's like you're being a bitch yeah and i think it's a sexist move yeah i think so too and uh, let's take this time right now to talk about cam so cam's edit here cam is coming off not likable in my opinion i 100 percent agree i feel like this whole season she's almost getting a villain edit yeah there's a lot of like well you want to mess with me i'll fucking you know it's like all this like empty threat stuff yeah and it's to me that makes you i don't know i honestly since cam bought into quote unquote kill a cam and calls herself that i've i I think her stock with me has has lowered uh, episode by episode um with a slight uptick when she pulled off like that really crazy political burn vote move with uh, sylvia uh, yeah with sylvia which was what two seasons ago a season i think ago? it was a season ago so that was really fun to watch but ever since then i haven't seen really much from her except for these really just threatening as if she is the really like the greatest challenge competitor of all time. It, it, She's it's, very one-dimensional, and I, I had assumed that she, we would have more of her like personality coming out since she's been on multiple seasons now but it's really just her looking into the camera and being like if you vote me in I'm gonna send you home and that's just it over and over again there's no like funniness there's no lightheartedness but her backing of of Ashley and and Ashley's moves here like you know at least the way the edits edits look well you want to mess with us so then Ashley's all fired up and he's my warrior and yada 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 and you know backing up the fact that Ashley really looking like trash out there kind of like you know, getting into a um, not only a woman's face. I mean, that should be enough. But this is a man is a tiny person, tiny little girl. You know, so <laughs> and then you know uh, all the stuff saying about Josh. You know, kind of calling him like scared, shitless, and spineless, and then throwing his you know the petty move of throwing his clothes out the door. It's, yeah, and then you know you kind of want you kind of want Cam to be like, okay, it's it's all good and all, but like maybe we shouldn't get into a woman's face and it, chill. Like you don't need to do that, and you're you know one of of those moves putting your partner in check moves and there was not any of that yeah and honestly i don't see them competing that great you know i don't think that they don't seem to be like in the tribunal that much you know and yeah. i don't have and they I don't, been in once yeah i think they have and and i and i don't and i haven't seen you know 
I just haven't seen enough from this team to where I'm like, you seem like a crazy threat to me that it's worth the words you're speaking. And also, this might be a little petty on my end, but I am really over her interview style. She needs voice control. She needs to learn how to to be dynamic with her voice mm-hmm. and not... She shout. She just shouts at she, at like an octave, like one octave. A monot- I am going to send you home, and you're yeah. going to go onto the killing floor, and I win every elimination. And I wonder, do you think it's because the microphone is hanging a little further in front of her that she thinks that she needs to pick up her voice? Because when she's talking in the house, she doesn't talk that way. And I've watched her um, YouTube channel. Shouldn't speak that way in her YouTube channel. So it's it to me. It's like a compensation of like. Maybe she's learnt she's trying to come up with her sound bites and then trying to recite her sound bites and they're not it, it doesn't sound natural. Yeah. Like she is in the house or at her own house. Like it's a very monotone, it's monotone yelling kind of bite sized clips. Yeah. And there's no there's she needs like a little bit of drama in her interview style. Like if you watch well, everybody's interview style, I think you're, you're style, saying like the, the the dynamics, audio dynamics. Yes, but also like it's one it's one note yeah. as well. Like there's never a moment where she's like you. If you let's take somebody who's I think pretty good at the interview style, which would be a Wes maybe. Yeah, and Wes like when things are not going well for Wes in the show, he plays it as if it's in the moment of like. Yeah, and it's like I said that to her, and I'm like, damn, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Like, there's a little bit of that storytelling narrative that you can apply so easily to the scene yeah. as if it's his inner monologue at the moment when there's, like, only, I was over there, and she said this, and then that happened, but it doesn't matter because I'm Killer Cam, and I'm going to win. And it's like, yeah. like, a, like as if you're in front of like a, a stadium full of people who are just you're about to play the Super Bowl or something. You it's, know who else is kind of doing that in a different way is Gus. He has a very monotone interview style every time, but it's kind of like a like a, a deputy dog kind of a Oh yeah, he's so, he's so sad boy, Gus. <laughs> but, but he's just also doing the monotone. Maybe it's a rookie thing, but then again, Cam's not a rookie. It, I don't know. It's the it's the prepare, it's the way that this thing is shot. You know, they probably have to go through so many clips when, Yeah. you know, I watch watched us uh gus on floribama you know his when they go into the confessional it isn't like that because it's in the moment and he's like baby able to take a it's a little looser and that's helpful for him yeah but cam's been doing this thing for a little too long to not sort of kind of hone in on that on that interview style it's so important so important you know, some some folks kill it. Some folks are okay at it. Cam needs work. Maybe that's why I feel like her character on the show isn't um, getting as much depth, in my opinion. Is maybe it's, it just can be brought down to this interview situation. I'm interested in attitude. You know, and I think that's her game plan is like, I'm just going to keep my chin up and I'm going to make sure that everything I say backs makes me feel like I'm a I um is a po- positive in my corner and my confidence will never drop. Not even in interviews. I like that. And you do like that. I like I, I, I'm also interested in attitude, but it's not it's it is not coming across as authentic because of this one noteness. And and but the attitude personally for me is really what's it, it's you have to play the narrative game if, yeah. if something happened to you that 
is bad in the house, you should seem sad in the interview that narrates it. Yeah. Even though you know at the end you win or lose, it yeah. shouldn't matter. You should be in it in the moment. Right. And that's the dynamics that you need to be an exciting uh, an all-around challenger. It's not just competing. It's not just politicking. It's also interviews. I'll say Bear is knocking it out of the park. Bear is charming and hilarious. And he's, he's really, I've said this before, he's taking the piss out of the whole thing. So when he talks to the interview, he knows that, you know, he's making funny noises. Davon also has, from day one, knocked it out of the park interview-wise. Davon is able to tap into, like, her emotions at the time. Yeah. So if something good happens, she's able to be happy about it in the moment, even though maybe it doesn't end up good for her. Yeah. Or if something bad happens, she's able to tap into, like, the drama in the moment, and she's got that. And, and her voice is nice. The dynamics of her voice. I would love to watch Bear and Davon do improv. So that brings us to... <laughs> feel like they'd play emotionally um that brings us to the killing floor the tribunal votes go as follow as follows bear votes in ninja and Polly. davon votes in cam and ash jenna votes in josh and amanda gus josh and amanda wes josh and amanda d josh and amanda we get a wes interview here where he's like yeah i just decided to switch it up at the last moment and do josh and amanda and he tries to explain why and it doesn't make sense and that's when i wrote down wes is coming off whack in this episode yeah i i honestly think that both moves really didn't make much sense so and you know do you think that wes changes his vote on the killing floor based on the intimidation factor that ashley was imposing on him during the tribunal meeting Ooh, I don't know. Because, I mean, we glossed over it a little bit because it wasn't as dynamic as some of the other ones yeah. were. But honestly, what Ashley's whole thing was like, bruv, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. You made the worst mistake of your life. And then he laughs. Wes laughs. And then Ashley says, stop laughing. D says No, that. no. Oh. Ashley says, hi, you're laughing. Stop laughing. It's because you're nervous. And then Wes goes, yeah, I am nervous. And then that's when D says it. And I, I kind of felt like at the moment when Wes was like, yeah, I am nervous. He was just being honest and kind of deflating your like, f- yeah, it's like I'm nervous. We're in a nervous situation. Like this yeah. is weird. Yeah. But he was kind of calling it out. But later when he they, he doesn't vote that way and it kind of counteracts the whole like I only want to piss a certain team off um, and not any other teams. It's a burn vote to to piss two teams off makes no sense. And he didn't even back it up in his interview by saying, listen, like it may look like I flip flopped, but the reason why is I have a feeling that no matter what, you know, the, uh, Ashley and or um, Amanda and Josh is an everybody, you know, like because if you're what gonna, are you trying to say, right I'm going to say like the easy reason for voting for Josh and Amanda on the killing floor is like, let's be honest, they're going to go home eventually and probably going to go home before this vote affects me and my team in any way. So yeah. this is safe. He doesn't say that. He says, I'm trying to do some sort of really sneaky move. Like, no, just call it what it is. That brings us to, that means Josh and Amanda are going to go down into the killing floor. They have the majority of votes. They go down there. They call out Cam and Ashley to go up against them in this elimination. It's called Uphill Battle. It's awesome. You are going up a tower of sorts um, that is on a vertical, and you have a pole that you're pulling yourself up with. This looks like a Titans game, um, which Nick and I watched. Um, And check out that episode on our podcast actually this is almost exactly like one of the um ninja warrior things you get a pole but instead of it being uh going up like a ladder think of you you have the one pole but you're doing monkey bars Mm. so you have to cool push your momentum forward and clip on each 
like yeah. ledge swinging. And, and swinging to getting the other side. That's cool. But I mean, this is a lot different because in that game, you're not you're not tied to another person. You know? We edit um, the editors make sure we see Josh say good best of luck to Cam twice and have her ignore him. That is a purposeful edit included shot. Mm. Is that adding to Cam's villain edit? I mean, at this, I mean, I know at this point I was not in Cam's corner. I, and, and a lot of that really has to do with Ashley and his actions in this. And unfortunately, if she would have just negated that or said anything to like, honestly, Ashley's a great competitor, but like, you just don't condone your, I just don't yeah. condone these actions. I, I would have totally been like, Cam, you did it. Yeah. I like you again. She didn't ever did that, and she doubled down on it. And honestly, in this at this point, I'm rooting for Josh and Amanda. Same. Amanda and Josh come out strong. They are going up this ladder so quick. They almost make it to the top. It looks like they're going to win, and then Josh falls, which means that Cam and Ashley just have to beat the point that um, Amanda and Josh made it to in order to win, and unfortunately, they do. They do. Josh and Amanda, goodbye. I mean, it was inevitable, guys. I mean, she, they, they get they're getting called in like crazy. I mean, it's unfortunate that this might be the last time we ever see Amanda on the Challenge TV, based on you know stuff that we've talked about happening off camera and uh, things they didn't show, and then production getting involved on on social media, threatening people, and now she you know. So we may see it may be a say la vie to Amanda and uh, Amanda. You've provided us with a lot of fun times on this show, a lot of good Amanda, entertainment. Amanda, we love you. We do love you, Amanda. We're happy uh, to have watched you perform. Um, Josh hardly knew ye, but um, I, I like I, I kind of started to like you at the end there. Yeah, you're fun. It was fun, and uh, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I don't know, Ashley and Cam. Do you feel like they are a legit threat throughout this game? I do, but yeah. I, I would, I, I think that the strongest teams to me are Polly and Ninja, yeah. Natalie, um, uh, Davon and Bear. Even though they have communication issues, which I think will eventually be their downfall, and Turbo and Nani. I see those as the three strong, three strongest teams. I'm, I'm, I think Davon and Bear. I would put them maybe lower. Okay. Um, and I maybe would replace them with Kyle and Maddie. What about Car and Theo? Car and Theo is okay. I haven't just haven't seen anything from them this season. So they've far. won. A, they they've been in at least one tribunal. Yeah, I don't know, maybe but two. I, I just kind of feel like um, Maddie might be somebody to reckon with. When Maddie it comes seems to, unstoppable. Uh, and, and she's. I mean, they on they, their own. they did okay <laughs> today, but and Kyle. I don't know. Kyle can pull it out when he wants to. I mean, Kyle's not hit a, or miss, but when he hits he it, hits he hits sometimes, it hard. Though, so yeah. I, I don't know. It's still way up in the air. Um, I think Wes. Uh, Wes and D. I think they have something too. There's a lot of good people on this show right now. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I even forgot about Hunter and Georgia. Anyway, you guys, that's been the recap. Let us know what you think. Write us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at realityblowspod. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And you can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. Please give us five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Just scroll down, hit that five-star, write something nice. means the world to us. And as always, may the TJ compliment your performance. And may Killa Cam... 
I don't take know. some voice lessons or just swing it around. We want to like you. We, we do really go back in the uh, annals of uh, the, yeah. The, we're hardcore cam fans, uh, or we, we were we for were. a long time. We were, and it's just we don't want this hard ass cam. We yeah. want we want to we want you to be a baby face. We don't want you to be like the person that you're rooting for because you like evil players. I I I like you as hard ass cam. Okay, I like hard cam, but I like hard cam that is for justice for what is right. Okay, I like the cam I can get behind who is a powerful, strong woman. Who, I have a question. I have, yeah. Something has occurred to me. What's that? I hope people didn't turn it off yet because <laughs> this is a thought. Do you think that she is aligning with Ashley and also um, kind of not – doesn't seem like she's fraternizing so much with the Americans in this show based on her feeling – heat from what she did to Leroy not that she did anything to him but like ah, the hooking up with Theo and being really in the UK alliance yeah. at this point I think that has to do with the fact that, I see that a lot of people were Leroy and were like how could I'm sure there's a lot of talk of how could she do that to Leroy type yeah. shit even though Leroy probably is to blame ultimately for what happened yeah. so you know she might have some other stuff going on and if that's the truth well say lovey but folks that was it Goodbye. bye guys